Hello, hello, hello. This is Dennis Taylor, and we're here on the podcast. This is episode number 10. Wow, we're already to episode number 10. That happened pretty quick. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing blessed. I hope everything is great. Hope you had a blessed weekend. Um, we had a great weekend. We went to uh, San Antonio, and we had a great time. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, and then I'm going to talk about some other stuff, and uh, just kind of uh, do some free flow on some thoughts I've had over the weekend. So we are in San Antonio over the weekend for my wife's birthday. We uh, had a great time. We really did. We had a good family time. It was, I think I said a couple times, this is the best family trip that we've ever taken. And uh, we've taken a lot of trips. And there are some key reasons why. And we were talking, my wife and I, and I kind of just, the light bulb clicked in my head. And that's what's been the uh, catalyst of what this episode is going to be about. And uh, the title of this episode is Improve the Quality of Human Life by Focusing on Balance and Optimization Using an Incomplete Guide. Right? I'm just going to say this before I get started. I am not a healthcare professional. I'm not giving you any advice on what to do. I'm telling you strictly of what I've done. This is an incomplete guide because I'm not a scientific expert. I'm not an expert in any of this stuff. These are just my strategies and what I use and what's helped me. And uh, I do believe in what I'm doing because I have improved the quality of my life by focusing on balance and optimization, being optimal. So I'm going to talk about that. I've talked about that in some of the podcasts. It's kind of everything's related. I believe that everything that we're doing, everything that's going on, everything is interrelated and commingled. And um, I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to talk about it. This is our 10th episode already. I've already said that, but I'm just kind of like, wow, I've got some thoughts out there. Uh, there's a couple hours of my brain out there already that you can jump in. If you haven't heard any of my other podcasts, I encourage you to go and listen to them. Take time, share them out. If you get value, uh, what I say is straight from my heart. It's no fabricated bullshit. It's nothing like that. It's me. Um, I'm not here to pump you up, to hype you up. Uh, I'm here to relate my experiences on actual things that I've done and touched and, and experienced and not be fake. Just trying to be me in a real way. I really enjoy this podcasting format because I can have a long form conversation with myself, uninterrupted, unedited, and you can hear me genuinely expressing the ideas that I've thought about over the last couple of years and, and I've allowed these ideas to percolate in my mind and to kind of simmer. And I've done a lot of reflection on what I really want to do with my life, what I really want to be, do, and have. So uh, I'm going to talk a lot about some stuff today. Uh, so we were in San Antonio on Saturday and we had a full day, a legit full day. We were at the zoo at nine o'clock in the morning when they opened. Before that, we'd already got up, uh, got around, uh, got some coffee, had to find a bulletproof coffee place that made bulletproof style coffee in San Antonio and had some acai bowls. They were amazing. And by the way, this place in San Antonio called Rise Up, it was great. We went there twice. It was so good. We went there on Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It was fabulous. Then we showed up at the zoo early because we know it's freaking hot in Texas in the summer and we enjoyed that. Denny loves dinosaurs and so they've got these 
robotic dinosaurs all over the zoo. There's like 18 of them. And then he thought they were real and he just didn't understand why they weren't moving around and walking. And every time he saw them, if it was a scary dinosaur, he was tripping out. And if it was a good dinosaur, uh, his favorite dinosaur is T-Rex and he loves T-Rex. It's his friend. And he said, T-Rex is a good dinosaur. He's not a bad one. He's a good one. And I'm like, dude, he's probably the worst one. But I just did. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a good time and we're leaving the zoo around like one o'clock. And it's just crazy. That's when people were pouring in, like in the heat of the day. And it was freaking hot. It was in the high 90s. It was a hot day. And I'm like, that is like life, right? People choose the worst time to show up. And then you enjoy the least because you're in such a miserable condition. And you look around the zoo and it's like, man, everybody is out of shape. They're just shoving sugar in their mouth, drinking these sugar sodas, these carbohydrate chips and all this horrible food. And we took good nutrition, good snacks. Uh, We didn't eat anything at the zoo that we bought there. Um, Then after we left the zoo, we went and ate some good food. We ate some organic uh, local food. It was really good. Uh, We had some awesome hamburgers. They were awesome at this place. I don't remember... uh, what the place was called. It was great. We had a great time at the zoo. After that, we went, I met up, my brother was in town kind of coincidentally and my dad was working in town. So we all got together and spent some time together and we did some family things and we had a really good time. And at the end of the day, we'd probably walked, we had walked thousands of steps for sure. Um, we walked all day. We walked up and down the river walk after we walked all over the zoo. We walked through the mall there. Um, on the, on the, on that side of the river walk by the Marriott side. And, uh, we walked a lot and we felt great. And at the end of the day, um, I was telling Bianca, you know what? That might've been the first family trip that we've taken in a full day on a Saturday. And that heat, that exercise, and then it rained later in the day towards dinner time. I don't think I complained all day. So it got me thinking. I was like, wow, I don't remember a trip where I hadn't been negative at some point or complained about how hot it was or how tired I was or how, man, are we done yet? Like, nah, I wasn't. Uh, and I was telling her, I was like, that's kind of strange. Right. I, uh, I noticed that I had better emotional management. I managed my emotions way better. I wasn't super high, super low. I was good. I was happy. I was enjoying it. Um, I had an ability to focus and stay in the moment. We were at the zoo for four hours, basically. And uh, I was able to stay in the moment. I've been to zoos before. I've been to the San Diego Zoo. The Four Zoo is amazing. Uh, And we're at San Antonio. It was a really good one. But you got to get tired of them, right? Right. You're ready to leave by the end. The same with amusement parks. You're ready to be done. And I noticed that I was able to focus and stay in the moment longer. And uh, I wasn't trying to do that. It was just naturally happening. And uh, I was able to, you know, have low levels of stress while we were there. It was hot. I got a sunburn, you know. And so I was that's when I was, we were in the parking garage in this super tight parking garage that was hard to get out of. We were on the fourth floor. When we walked in the parking garage, there was probably like 
20 people waiting on the elevator and floor one to go up to their cars. And I was just like, we're not waiting for sure. We were tired by the end of the night. And so we carried the stroller up and the kids up the steps and went up four flights of steps. And I got in the car and I was like, wow, this might've been the only day for a trip that I just didn't complain and be kind of a negative asshole. And I was just thinking, why? So I thought about it all day Sunday, thought about it this morning. And that's what's leading into this podcast was like, how come I was in that? How come I was that way? What changed? Because we've been on a lot of trips. What changed? And that's what brought me to this is kind of a almost, I don't know, this is something new I've been trying, but I I, I want to see if my strategies it definitely have helped me. So I'm just going to tell you what my strategies are and focusing on balance and optimization. And it's an incomplete guide. Like I said, I'm not giving you advice. I'm telling you what I've done. Uh, first off, I'm working on something new. I've already got a lot of the information out there uh, that I've wrote. I've been writing every day. Um, and it's built around all of this. And I'm excited about it because it's really what I believe. It's my, I guess, ideology on how I believe the human life is. And I've wrote and I'm going to continue to write and I'll make videos and express myself because that's what I believe in where I'm at right now. Where I'm at right now is what I believe in 100%. I'm trying to live in reality and stay away from fake negative stuff, fake stuff, anything that I, that rubs me wrong, I'm pushing away. I want things of positive nature. I want things of going forward in my life. And so what I feel like is to stay in balance, you have to focus on three aspects of your life. And there may be four or five, but these are the three that are key for me right now. And they might expand, they might contract that, you know, nothing is stagnant and nothing is set in stone in this world. So everything has its time and place. But for me in the moment right now, I was focusing on three things, help, Health, not help, health, happiness, and the work. Okay, so I'm going to start it with the health. I think that a lot of the reason why I was able to stay in the moment, more focus on what we were doing, not being negative, part of that, and, and I think a majority of it is focusing on health and what I've been doing over the last month and a half, month maybe, month for sure, uh, probably longer than that on exercising. I started exercising again and I started doing hard exercise, challenging exercise. Um, and then on top of that, I do not remember the day. Uh, I don't remember the day. I can't remember the day. It's been several weeks now, probably over a month. Um, I kind of shifted more toward a ketogenic lifestyle, ketogenic diet, a keto diet. And you go, know, I don't know what that is. Well, it's basically a, low carb, high fat, good fat diet. I'm doing more of a modified version because I am being physically active. I'm eating uh, more protein than, than the macros that they talk about because I'm exercising a lot and I have a high metabolism as it is. And I'm not looking to lose weight. I'm already a skinnier guy. I'm looking to gain weight. So I've been on this lifestyle where I we eat a lot of healthy food. We eat a lot of healthy fats, a lot of avocados, a lot of coconut oil, a lot of... Um, eggs and meat and good meat. We, uh, we started with this company called butcher box where they ship grass fed beef to you. And we've had great, great cuts of meat with that great ground beef. Uh, we've enjoyed it. And, uh, 
You know, I know there are some people be like, what? No, and and I'm going to say this. I've done a full vegetarian diet before, um, and I felt great at first. I did. I felt really good. I had a lot of energy, but I also withered away. I lost almost all my muscle mass. Um, It was hard to keep weight on. Lost a lot of weight. Um, And then I started noticing that I was eating a bunch of carbs, straight up carbs, a lot of tortillas, a lot of stuff that's really not good for you, a lot of refined carbs because it's not the animals, right? So it's vegetarian. So it's great. I, 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 what I like about this diet, uh, this lifestyle is, is I don't overeat. No, nah, I'm satiated. I'm, I'm full when I eat. I'm full when I eat a good, uh, we eat hamburger meat or steaks, or we also eat chicken also. Uh, I feel, I feel full. I don't have to overeat. And, uh, I've also mixed in with that intermittent fasting. So I'm only eating in between like a nine hour window. So I might, I won't eat before noon. I'll drink like coffee or something in the morning, water in the morning, but I won't eat till noon. And then I won't eat after nine o'clock. What that allows my body to do is take about, uh, 15 hours. Sometimes I don't eat after eight. So 15 to 16 hours a day of recovery, resting and re recovering my body from all the physical activity. And I haven't lost weight. I haven't, not at all, but I have lost fat for sure. My belly fat's gone down. The size of my pants have gone down, but I've gained weight. So I was thinking, wow, I don't even know. I don't have any fancy machines to track all this stuff, but I know I can look at my body in the mirror. I've done, I've done workouts before where I've been on workout kicks, working out a lot, uh, getting heavy in my dumbbells because I have these dumbbells that are called power blocks. You could look them up. They're not cheap. I spent several hundred dollars on them, but they go all the way up to, I believe, uh, 60 pound dumbbells. And they're kind of, they're better than the Bowflex dumbbells because they're more compact. Um, and they're good for my wrists. I like it the way they are. Uh, I've been using them for years. Um, and I never was able to build muscle. And I've noticed that within the last three weeks, uh, I've built as much muscle as I've built, built before. And I'm like, wow. I'm, uh, and I'm even, I'm changing my, my workout routine today. I'm doing something different today. I did a lot of research over the weekend, but I said, wow, I've, I've literally, I started this diet. People are like, whoa, whoa, you're going to lose weight. You don't need to lose weight. You're already skinny. I've gained weight, lost fat for sure. I could see it in my belly. My belly's, I'm like, I'm teetering already on the verge of having a six pack within like three or four weeks. And I'm like, whoa. So it's shredding my belly fat. And I've seen my muscular, uh, my mus- my muscles have grown. Um, so I look better. I can see it already in the mirror. So it just is like, whoa, this is like good for me. I've already with the diet, I've already like feel mentally clear. I feel like I can think better. Um, I have more energy. I'm up every day. I don't even have a job and I'm up every day like early. And I just, I go and I'm ready and I'm, and I'm ready to go. And I get into these flow states. Like I feel it right now. I feel great right now. Um, so I've really enjoyed that. I've been working out every day. So those are my physical health. I've been able to read and consume more books. Uh, uh, and I've liked that. I think that's helped my health, my mental health, uh, consume good books. I listen to great podcasts every day and I'm just feeding my brain. I'm feeding my body. And then my spiritual life has been great. My walk with the Lord has been as strong as it's ever been. Um, a more personal relationship, a deeper diving into the truths and the word for me and more of taking care of the morning time, 
right? I want to wake up in the morning and eat that manna, you know, like in the children of Israel, there's a principle there. Uh, a lot of the stuff in the old Testament is a type and, you know, I'm a believer in the Lord. And he said that he was the bread that came down from heaven. Well, that manna came down from heaven for the old Testament saying, uh, uh, Israelites and they had to gather it that day and eat it that day. It didn't last for more than a day. And that is really, uh, everything that we live, right? The food we eat has to last us for that day. The spiritual food that we get and gather has to, it only lasts for that day. It's why it's a daily walk. And it's also in the morning time, right? They had to get it before the sun come up in, in the old Testament. And I believe so when you get up, like I resist as much as I can, I don't even open my phone. I will not slide the bar open until I'm done with the Lord. I get up, I go to the bathroom, take care of my brushing my teeth and all that. I get some water with lemon. I put some minerals in it because we do RO water and you have to put minerals back into it. And I put in some chlorophyll stuff in it because it really uh, increases your oxygen, and your blood levels. So I drink that while I'm reading the word. I jump on my little trampoline to wake my body up, to wake up my bowels, to wake up everything up in my body, to get my nervous system going. I pray, um, I read the word, I meditate, and I just, I spend time in his presence. And then after that, I'll get into my phone. Um, but there's a less of a desire after I go through that to jump into that. And I've noticed that the days that if I go into my phone, it's like, ugh, it's already, I'm already dusty from the world. So my health has been better. Uh, and I believe a lot of those three things, my, my doing the keto diet, right? I'm not, uh, I'm not just killing carbs. Like I I could eat, I used to could eat like a half a bag of Doritos, right? And a lot of people will say, oh, they could go and go to Mexican food and just crunch on the, the, crunch the shit out of some chips. And the reason why is because the carbs don't satiate you that you could just eat them and eat them and eat them and eat them and eat them until you're just gorged. Go trying to eat that with some meat like that. You'll be full. You'll be filled. Um, and uh, that keto diet's been great for me because it's not a diet for me. It's a lifestyle. It's like, I'm, and the food is tastes so good. And I already can tell that my body's positively responding to it. A hundred percent. I can see it in the mirror and I can see it in how I feel and how I'm going. Um reading good stuff, taking care of my, my mental mindset, what I'm putting in my body, controlling it, decompressing from Facebook and not using social media as much, focusing on uh, other stuff, which I'll talk about here in a second, which is the work. Um, so that, that's my first phase. I said I was focusing on three phases: health, happiness, and the work. So the second thing would be happiness. I've made an effort because it is an effort because life is tough, right? I made an effort to be a present parent and a present husband. I'm married, right? Marriage is very tough. I'm a parent. Parenting is extremely difficult. You can be a parent and you can be a husband, but there's a big difference between a, being a present parent and a present husband. One who is in the moment living in that situation, one who is cognizant of other people in their life and uh, I'm not saying cater and and give them everything because that's not parenting and that's not being a spouse, right? I'm just saying being present. When you're with them, be with them. When you're with your spouse or with your kids, be with them. Shut your phone off. Spend some time with them. Uninterrupted techno, techno, 
technology, technological, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? When you're with your kids, just spend time with them. <laughs> when you're with your spouse, spend time with them. Your significant other, spend time with them presently. Talk, communicate, put the phones down, enjoy their presence. Kids want your attention. Kids want you. They don't want you always on your phone. And I've, I've made that point when I made this shift. I was like, I'm going to be in their life more, maybe not more hours, maybe less time. But the more time, the time I'm there, I will be there. Um, You know, I'm spending more time with my family for sure. Because uh, I've freed up a lot of time in my life because I'm not on Facebook all day. I just don't need it like that. I don't want it like that. I don't need it like that. And I'm going to use Facebook as a tool. I've talked about that. I did a podcast on using uh, both on detoxing with Facebook and how I use social media. So I'm going to make sure that I'm spending more time with my family and it's more quality time and I'm listening to them. I'm playing with them. I'm enjoying them. I'm spending time with my wife, loving on her, uh, appreciating her, uh, showering her with gratitude and just being a present husband. And that's made me happier. Um, uh, I've also been happier because I have more new goals in my life, more goals. And I've, and I'm seeing progress. Like I talked about on my health, those were goals and they've made me happier. They made me more fulfilled when I'm progressing. Like if you're not struggling, it's hard to be fulfilled in this life. I've talked about that in depth, but to struggle is a blessing. And I didn't realize that I struggled a lot the last two years and I cursed it. I called it my prison and I didn't realize that it was more of a shaping and a molding. And it's super hard, super hard to get the hard spots knocked off you because we're vessels and we're rough. We're unformed vessels of clay. We're these unformed vessels that go through this life being constantly worked on and, and shaped. And it's difficult. And when you go through this life and it is difficult, it's because a shaping is going through. So if you run from that difficulty and you don't allow it to work on you and you don't sit in that and take it and own it, then you are, in an essence, denying an opportunity to be shaped and be transformed. So I've been in this house and probably for like a year, I just was like, no, nah, I'm not just wallowing in it right? And not allowing it to fully transform me while it was, but maybe I inhibit, I uh, hindered it a little bit because I wasn't opening to it and realizing it. I didn't have the, the realization, the, the spiritual awakening, what was happening. The reason why I was here in this house. So, uh, I, I have these goals and they're hard. I, I have things I want to do and they're, I already, I have a goal. Like I don't tell everybody what my goals are either. I don't believe that everyone should know everything about you. Facebook isn't real, right? Putting your goals out there. I'm going to put this goal out there that I'll make this in the next 12 months. Bullshit. My goals are deeper than that. I have goals, but you don't know what they are because you're not me and you're not in my circle. We might be friends or acquaintances, but really only one person knows what I'm doing. And that circle is me because I'm the only one that I can control. And I'm not going to let anyone snatch my goals out of from me because they know about them. 
Nah, because they're my goals. And this isn't just, oh, I'm going to write these on a paper the next five years. No, this is an internal goal that's like imprinted in me. Okay, so I have happiness. So that second bucket is I'm feeling happier. And so that allowed me uh, this last weekend to stay in the moment longer. It really did. I felt it. I felt like I was enjoying it. I can enjoy my kids being happy and not being consumed with Facebook or sports or or emails. I barely even checked my phone when we were there. It's the first time I've probably been on a trip and I wasn't just on my phone the whole time. I was actually there and I and I created an experience with my kids and we had fun. We had a good time. I created this experience that increased my happiness, increased my mental health. So it increased both of those buckets, my health, because you, when you feel better, you release those endorphins, serotonin and all these endorphins and this happiness. And so your happiness improves and so does your mental state. It improves. So your health improves with your happiness and conversely, it'll go the other way if you're trending towards the other way. And I think the last thing that has allowed me to have such a good time over the weekend was doing the work, not working a job. I'm not saying that, and it could be a job, but I'm not saying that for me specifically. What I'm saying is the work of your life. And I've talked about this and I'll continue to talk about this. You have to find out what your work is. I know what mine is. This work enlivens me strengthens me and I've enjoyed it because I've been daily, I've been consistent on it. Just like when I wake up in the morning and I've got to get supplied with the word, I've got to get supplied with the Lord and I'm for my walk for the day. Every day I've got to punch in that clock on the work so that it can supply me also because I'm here for a purpose. I know that I'm not here just to float aimlessly and not have a reason of being No, I've been given talents like everybody has. We all have a talent. Each one has. I don't know if I know all my talents, but I do know a couple of them. And I know the ones that I have are the ones that excite me. And it's part of my work. So I'm excited that I've been able to be consistent with it. And the reason why I'm consistent with it is because it energizes me. And I like to do things that energize me. I like to do things that put me in a passionate flow state like I am right now. I feel so good right now. I'm at peace inside. I just feel great. I feel like I'm truly being me, saying what's on my mind and uh, saying what I mean and meaning what I say. There's nothing that's flowing out of me that's bullshit. There's nothing flowing out of me that's half-truths. There's nothing that's flowing out of me that's not real. Because that's what a lot of people are starving for is reality. And that's why I like these long-form conversations. And maybe one day I'll bring some people on and we'll have some interviews, some real stuff. But currently it's just me talking to me. It's my brain, right? Long-form conversations with my brain, with my being, with my person. And I... And I I get in these passionate flow states where I just can express myself to the highest degree that I know at this moment. And I like it because now people all over the, all over can hear me, right? Not everyone can watch a video and yeah, live videos are great. Videos are great. Also the spoken word is great too. Podcasts are huge. 
I've enjoyed this to the uttermost. It's been fun because I can sit here and be me. I don't have to worry about what I look like or whatnot. I'm in shorts, a t-shirt, and my shoes, right? We haven't really started to even attack the day yet. And I'm out here. I've already accomplished my work for the day. I've already wrote a lot and now I'm producing this. It's been exciting and I'm, and I've enjoyed it because it's put me in a passionate flow state and I have mental clarity on what I'm doing. That comes out of my work. Once I go deeper into this state of mind and what I'm doing, I have mental clarity like you couldn't imagine. And there's different levels to this. And I've realized that I remember being before I'm clear and I was like, bro. And looking back now, I'm like, you were not clear. You were confused. And I've, I haven't attained anything. I haven't reached any zeniths. That's not real. This is always a going forward life. And I, and I'm pretty sure that my 35 year old self would be like, dude, you didn't even know what the hell you were talking about when you were 33, 32. I'm not 33 yet. I'm pretty sure that'll be the case and that'll be great. That'll be just a, a further enlightenment, enlightenment. But today I feel mentally clear on where I'm going. And so doing the work, the consistency, consistency, the passion, the drive, the mental clarity, it makes you happy. It makes you fulfilled. It increases your mental state, which is your health. It's all connected, but you have to be balanced. In all of these, if all you do in your life is push towards more money, more ambition, more success in your business, and you're neglecting your mental health or even your happiness, I don't care who you are, you will not be optimal. You will not be balanced, and you won't be able to enjoy. I see a lot of people, people I know, people I see on Facebook, they're chasing success hard, and I give them credit. I'm like, amen, go for it. Hopefully that's your purpose. Hopefully that's your work. Doubtful on a lot of it because I see people just regurgitating systems. I'm doubtful that's the work of their life, but I applaud the consistency, the effort. I applaud the, the drive, but also warn and raise a flag. You need balance. You need to focus on all the aspects of health and happiness because a lot of these people, you can see them, they don't even freaking smile when they take pictures. You can tell that they can't smile. And when they do, it looks fake because they're not happy. Because happiness is much more than being excited about being successful. Happiness is, is a very deep thing. And there's different levels of happiness. And you're not going to be happy if you're not struggling. And you're not going to be happy if you're not challenging yourself. You're not going to be happy if you're not chasing the work of your life. And you're not going to be happy if you're not taking care of the three aspects of your health. Your physical, your mental, and your spiritual. It is all connected and intermingled. So I believe that kind of touching all these intermingled interwoven aspects that's what i was thinking about on saturday night and sunday i was like i'm just i'm at like i'm at the beginning of this race i maybe a couple months ago i took that first step into the race they blew the starting gun pop 
And I took the first step into a marathon. It's a long race. I might have taken a couple steps, but now. And maybe I have. But I'm nowhere near the end of it. Because it's a, like a never ending. You know, it's that song that goes on forever. It never ends. It's a song that never ends. It keeps going on, my friends. Some people started singing just not knowing what it was. And that continued singing just forever just because it is a, just goes on forever. That's the race that I just entered with an awake mindset. And people put on Facebook and all this social media that they're woke. They're not. Most of them aren't. I feel like I'm awakening. It's a, it's a process. I'm awakening. I'm not woke. I'm not awake. I'm awakening. It's a process. And that's how I was thinking about it. I was like, my mind was blown in a sense. I was like, wow. You will see. Whatever your work is by the fruits of it. What are the fruits of your life? Are you able to enjoy it while you're on it? Are you waiting for a destination to have enjoyment. If you can't ever enjoy where you're at and have fulfillment, and it's always a destination that'll get you that enjoyment or that fulfillment, you're not living. And I realized that over the weekend. I was like, wow, I was extremely happy, extremely fulfilled over the weekend. I was able to be present and enjoy it, not resent it, not hate it, not want to get out of it because I was hot or I was, I was tired from walking miles. None of that. Cause I was able to just say I was able, and I didn't have to be like, don't be negative. Don't be negative. No, I just, I was able to be present, enjoy my life because I was creating an experience and everything that I've done over the last couple of months kind of high. It just brought it up the levels. My fitness was able to allow me to walk. And I looked around and I was like, there's a lot of unhealthy people here. And obviously San Antonio is a very unhealthy city. Uh, it's one of the most unhealthy cities in America, definitely in Texas. Um, and there was a lot of unhealthy people. And you can see they were exhausted. They had to sit down and breathe. <gasps> I was just like, dang, you don't have that bucket taken care of. Not that I do. I'm just starting on this journey, but I definitely can tell you I felt great. I was not fatigued. I could walk more. And I was just drinking water, good nutrition, putting good good snacks in my body, good healthy snacks, nothing with refined carbs, nothing with refined sugars. Because I wasn't trying to get on the glucose insulin roller coaster. No, I was trying to stay in ketosis or in a level where I wasn't getting affected by my, my blood sugar. I might not have been in ketosis, but I might have, I was definitely in a level where I was just not affected by my blood sugar spikes. And uh, I just enjoyed that. I enjoyed that I was able to be present with my kids. And so I've started this this journey, this guide. It's, it's an incomplete guide. <clears throat> it's definitely incomplete. Because it's hard to, how can you complete it? You'll complete it when you're dead. But you see these people who go to these experiences, quote unquote, in life... Just to get a photo op. But you can look in their eyes. And they know. They're not happy. Going to trainings. Going to events. That doesn't grow you. One weekend at an event doesn't grow you. 
And I've been to a lot of events. And I've even said before that these events grew me. Nah. That's not, that's not the growth. The growth comes from the struggle. That's where the growth comes. And you can either sit in it and grow, or you can run from it and inch along. But being happy, being fulfilled, that comes from taking care of all of the stuff that I've talked about today. That's what I was able to think about. And I, and I did, I reflected on it. I was kind of stayed up late. I woke up early. I went to work out on Sunday morning at the hotel. And then we, we went to church and then we drove home and I was thinking while we were driving. And then I was kind of, when I got home, I was in a weird state. I was, I, I was bored. We had just experienced some, uh, extreme highs for me. It felt well, I mean, it wasn't extreme. It was hot. It was a high weekend for me, right? It was a very happy weekend. I got home and I was just reflecting and I was just thinking, wow, probably the best weekend I've ever had. And I was kind of sad to leave it. But then I realized today and even last night I said, well, I can enjoy that every day with my family. I can enjoy that every day as a person because I can be present. I can work on my body, my mind, my spirit. I can work on the work of my life and even work on the happiness of my life. But by, by focusing on being optimal, making sure I'm studying what I'm doing, making sure I'm not just blindly following anything without thinking it through, without doing the research, focusing on putting good health in me so that I can have a more active, more productive life. And it's just all, it's all just kind of clicking and I might be rambling here, but it just, it, it, it clicked on me. I was just like, damn. This is the first day I didn't complain. I went on a trip. It made me happy. And it was great because we had a really good day with the kids and they weren't complaining either. And they weren't negative. They weren't screaming. They weren't crazy. And we went all day and we went from eight to eight basically. And, uh, we wore them out and they both crashed out. It was great at the hotel. It was great. It was easy. And, uh, I noticed how me and Bianca's mindsets and our attitudes, it influenced our kids and and our kids really enjoyed it. And they weren't cranky. You know, we weren't putting a lot of sugar in them either. So they weren't having these spikes of glucose and insulin and these sugar rushes and sugar come downs. They weren't having none of that. It was really good. Probably one of the best weekends of my life. And it wasn't fancy. It was just the zoo. The river walk. Family time. It was great. So I hope that uh, what I've said has helped you. I hope that you can take some of these uh, ideas that I have, and maybe you can use them in your life. I don't know if they'll work for you at all. They're working for me. I feel it. I'm seeing it. I'm getting results. So I hope this helped you. I hope that, uh, you can find that balance and optimization in your life because it sure makes the difference, makes life easier. And even if you're working, you still can do it. It's just, what do you focus on? What are you putting as a priority? Are you making it important? 
where you just aimlessly giving up hours to social media and TV and things that don't serve you. I only focus on things that serve me. I only focus on relationships that benefit me and or they're co-beneficial. That's a better way where we benefit each other. Yep. That's what I got. Anyways, I appreciate y'all for listening. I love y'all guys and we will see y'all on the next one.